Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Keeping your audience happy is important to maintaining your podcast, but there may be other things you can give your audience to keep them better fed and even happier with your show in the future. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Smart podcasters serve the needs of their audience. You've heard me say before how important it is for podcasters to know who you are for and why they are there. That's a phrase I borrowed from Tom Webster, and it remains the best centering, if you will, or focusing mantra that I can think of when it comes to the relationship that a podcaster has with their audience. But there's only so much you can know, and and only from so many. And what you do know about what they need from you might not be the same thing that they want or need from you in the future. Also, remember that your show is not listened to in a vacuum. Your audience probably listens to other shows. And if not other podcasts, then they certainly have other types of media and information in their lives all from providers who also who also want more attention from the same person that you all share together. So, to keep you and your show relevant as your listeners' needs and media diet changes, I'm expanding on five very good ideas that The Atlantic came up with recently as they were grappling with the ongoing needs of their own audience. These are ideas that can make sure that your audience is likely to keep a seat for you at their media consumption table. But first, this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. Number one, provide depth, clarity, and context. As we hurdle ever faster towards abundancy, providing more content is rapidly losing its value. For every person who says they can't get enough of you, there may be a dozen who are already drowning in your content. 
Now, yes, I recognize the irony (laughs) of a person with a daily podcast making this statement. Noted. Look, your audience may want you to go deeper. Not longer. Not more frequently. They may want you to get to the point faster. And they may want you to provide context on ideas and topics they hear from others. Be their trusted source. Because you certainly aren't their only source. Number two. Discovering new ideas. Because surprise, people like to be surprised. Well, to an extent. Clearly, you can take that too far. Part of being a trusted source means that your audience relies on you to know more about something than they do. They expect you to be a step or two ahead of them, looking out for your shared future. Look, they don't have time to learn all of your new discoveries, but they will appreciate knowing you'll give them the scoop when there's something truly worthy of their attention. Number three, challenge assumptions. Yes, yes, people do like familiarity, and they also like having their own biases reinforced. Very few people like to be told that they're wrong. However, they may be more willing to listen to a trusted source who shares their exact same worldview, if you will, but who's now offering a different, perhaps challenged, perspective. I don't recommend going after core beliefs right away, but exploring those fuzzy edges and chipping away at some long-held notions can actually capture and keep your audience's attention. Number four, provide a welcome, meaningful break. Podcasting, by its very nature, is slower than other forms of media, and that's what many of your listeners may see as great and as a welcome respite from the hours they spend doom-scrolling their social media feeds. And yes, podcasting is a found-time activity that can be layered on top of other tasks. But don't forget your show's ability to give your audience a chance to breathe as they listen and do nothing else for a while. And number five, introduce better media options. Now, this final point may seem in stark opposition to my first point, but your audience may appreciate you helping surface new and better media for them to consume. Yes, other podcasts, but also other forms of media. As long as they're related, either tightly or tangentially, to the topic where they see you as a trusted source. And if you find a clever way to make your recommendations seem personal to them and also non-interruptive, well, then your audience will appreciate you even more. So there you have it. Five ways to think about what you can do for your audience to keep you and your podcast as a healthy part of their media diet. Now, personally, I will be implementing some of these in future episodes, so stay tuned. With that, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media.
While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.